Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Life. What is the purpose of life? What gives it meaning? These are some of the greatest questions that humans have wrestled with throughout history. In today's message we find clear answers to those questions in the greatest book in all of history, the Bible. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Let's take our Bibles and go to John chapter 8. John chapter 8. I have a lot of ground to cover this morning. Uh, pray that God give me discernment to know what to include and what to leave out. John chapter 8, one verse, a verse you've probably read many times before, and that's verse 12. Okay, John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I want to focus in on that one word at the end of the verse, the word life, the word life. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, guide and direct our thoughts. Lord, you know better than I do just how much is in front of me by way of notes and thoughts and in my heart to say, Father, just ask that uh, that would be said that you want said, and uh, you'd get me out of the way, and you would take your word and magnify it in the hearts of your people, and we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. In its simplest terms, if you were to look up the word life in the dictionary, it would say something like this, a present state of existence, the time from birth to death. In its simplest terms would be a pretty good definition. But uh, really, when you think about that word, what is life? What is life? We had two funeral services this week, and uh, the last of which was on Thursday, Graham Mitchell's homegoing. And whenever I preach at a funeral service and I bring the gospel, I point this out, that life can be looked at as, as really two gifts. The first gift of life that God gives us, this life, physical life, uh, we really have no choice in the matter. We're, we're born. We had no say-so about how and to who we were born. Didn't even get to pick our names. But in the end, we have another life that God offers us that we have a choice in the matter, and that's eternal life. And the way God has worked this out is that you can choose to receive it or you can choose to reject it. And so we're going to talk about life this morning. I want to talk, first of all, about the purpose of life. When you read the first three chapters of the book of Genesis, you realize that the purpose of life when God created man was that man would have fellowship with God. Jesus talks about abundant life in John chapter 10, verse 10. He said, I came that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. The only way we can have abundant life is by knowing Jesus Christ 
as your personal Savior. If you're here this morning and you don't know him, then you are missing the most important reason why you're even here on this earth. Uh, Most people think that the purpose of life is the pursuit of happiness. I understand that those are noble words of sentiment in our founding documents for our nation, but when you really get down to it, that's not why God gave us life. He gave us life that we might have fellowship with him, and he offers us abundant life when we trust Christ as our personal Savior. Now, when we look at abundant life, you could think in terms of quantity. Uh, The book of Genesis says the waters brought forth abundantly. But when you really get down to it in John chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus is speaking of abundant life, he's talking about quality. He's talking about the quality of life. Most testimonies of people getting saved have something to do with, I was, I was looking for more out of life. I realized that my life was empty and that I was missing the true meaning of life. That's usually how those testimonies start. To be born again is to receive new life. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. We talked about the two natures. We talked about how God does not take the old nature and try to legislate it, but he crucifies it and he gives us a new nature. A new man, the Bible calls this new nature. It brings new desires. Uh, The Bible says in Romans chapter 7, verse 25, Paul speaking, he says, I thank God through Christ Jesus our Lord. So then with the mind I serve the law of God. I serve the law of God with my mind. How does Paul do that? Through new life. This new life is exclusive. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. This new life is a recovered life. Matthew chapter 16, for whosoever shall save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Christ says this new life is inherited. Matthew chapter 19, and everyone that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive an hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. This new life is eternal. John chapter 3, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Uh, This new life is thirst quenching. John chapter 4, Christ speaking, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. This new life is a pardoned life. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. This new life is a resurrected life. John chapter 5, Christ said, and they shall come forth, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life. It's a nourished life. According to John chapter 6, for the bread of life is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. This new life is an illuminated life. John chapter 8, then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. It's abundant life. 
Jesus said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that, I might, that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. He calls it a preserved life. John chapter 10, and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. It's a future life. John chapter 11, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. It's an intimate life. John chapter 17, and this is eternal life, that they might know thee, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. In saving us, God gave us the opportunity to know him. It's a sacrificial life, according to Acts chapter 20. But none of these things move me, Paul said. Neither count I my life dear unto myself. This life is so powerful, this life is so amazing, this life is so definitive that a man like Paul would say he didn't even count his present life dear unto himself, that he might lay hold on that life. In John chapter 6, it's new life. The Bible says that we should walk in newness of life. It's a given life. The Bible says in John 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It can't be purchased. It can't be earned. It's given and it can be received as a free gift. The richest man in the world need do no more and the greatest pauper can afford to do no less than receive the gift. John chapter 8, it's spiritual life. The Bible says, for the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. It's savored life. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2 that we are a savor of life unto life. In 2 Corinthians 4, it's manifested life. Paul says that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. In Galatians 2 verse 20, we find it's an exchanged life. I am crucified with Christ, Paul said. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 6 says it's fruitful life. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Philippians 4 tells us it's recorded life. The Bible says whose names are in the book of life. It's a hidden life. Colossians 3 says, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Did you ever wish you had a hiding place? Christ is that hiding place. It's glorious life. Colossians 3 goes on to say, Then shall ye also appear with him in glory. When? When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message by Pastor DeMichael on the subject of life. The meaning of life is a deep subject, and our loving Creator has addressed it perfectly in His Word. The Bible tells us that man was created to have fellowship with God. Even though that fellowship was broken through our sin, God still offers new and abundant life through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. 
Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.